Happy Tuesday. Today, we are going to try to crack the code of how to appeal to the fastest growing group out there, women golfers. We'll dive into it after the intro. Here we go. This is the Find the Green podcast with your host, PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. All right. Hello. How are things going this week? We've got a great topic this week that I really want you guys to soak in. We have definitely got to do a much better job at appealing to women golfers. We are starting to see a growth of female golfers, up to 24% of the entire golf population. However, there's 50% women and 50% men in the entire population, so we've got a long way to go. But we are up from mid-teens just 10 years ago. So there's a lot of things that we've got to do to make it a little bit more friendly, to make it a little bit more welcoming and appealing. And one of the biggest things that I see is just cleaning up the pro shop, cleaning up the clubhouse and all the areas that are around that are dirty and really unappealing. Just cleaning it up will not only increase the beauty of the service scape that we've talked about in the past, but it will also make it much more welcoming. I mean, let's face it, we live in a land of Purell, and if we have disgusting facilities, it makes it really difficult to appeal to females in general. Taking this to the next level, the bathrooms need attention. Huge, number one, biggest thing that you can ever do is have a dirty bathroom. Don't do it, ever. Most guys will go to the bathroom in almost any situation. For women, it is absolutely a must to have a clean bathroom. And if it's not a portlet, then you're going to be so much better off. If you have a golf course that circles back around after nine holes and allows them to go to the bathroom in a fixed bathroom, really, really big plus for your facility. And also, now that we've talked about cleaning up the place, make sure that the restaurant and the snack bar all are very clean. There are no dirty wrappers or dirty things anywhere around. The more that you keep that place clean, believe it or not, the retention that you will gain of female golfers is amazing. So focus on cleanliness. Number one thing that you could possibly focus on and make sure that your entire facility looks spotless to maintain retention of females. Also, we do a really poor job at this and that is creating social connections for women at the golf course. And what I mean by that is putting together some clinics that are based on networking, building friendships, and the golf portion of it is just a small portion of it. It is something that you want to focus on, but what you're trying to do is you're trying to build friendships. You're trying to build relationships with the people that are attending these events. For example, let's say that Tina is coming out. She 
is wanting to meet some people, learn how to play the game. And so she decided to come to a group clinic and we as golf professionals go out there and teach how to hit a nine iron and then say, thanks, have a great day. Well, what we did is we taught a skill, but we didn't connect the social part of it. And that is something that is so important as we move forward that these golfers that are coming to these clinics, most of them are not looking to go and play on the LPGA Tour. They are just trying to learn how to go out to the golf course and not look like a fool. That's another thing that women will do that men will not. Men will go out there not knowing how to play and look like complete and total idiots. Women are a lot smarter to not do that. They would like to know how to do what they're doing and potentially hit the ball pretty well and enjoy it. So these clinics are very important to teach them some skill, but if they have a group of about four or five people that are playing, the main focus is getting those people to enjoy the game together. And then you can start to build those relationships with each other and they will start to form groups and come out and play golf. And if you start to do things like a wine clinic, which you can put together where you have a hour long social happy hour before you get started with your clinic. And then you can have a little bit of loosening up fluid and get out there and learn a little bit on the golf course. This allows those people to connect in that networking time before the clinic. And then when they get out there, it makes it a lot easier to learn that skill and not be embarrassed or scared of not looking the part. So the next thing that you want to try to do when it comes to appealing to women in your clinics is do some of the clinics opposite of junior golf. If you have the staff to be able to have a junior golf clinic and then also have a women's clinic at the same time, it will allow them to learn with other people that are having their children in junior golf. Ultimately, this allows them to build friendships with kids that have similar interests and they can get out there and play golf and let the kids play along as they get older. So not only will it encourage them to make more friendships with the people that are in the golf clinics, which will help you maintain retention of those kids in their junior clinics if the parents enjoy coming out and practicing and doing stuff at the same time that their kids are learning. Plus, you have to think beyond golf. By building these friendships with parents of the kids that are in your junior golf program, they now potentially have friends that have kids around the same age. So they're going to continue to see each other, spend time with each other while their kids grow up. And you may have just started a friendship that's going to last them a lifetime. So it's very important to see these moments as potential to really build friendships for the people that are coming in because these give great opportunities to build a friend, find friends and start to build a community of people that are going to enjoy being around each other and being around each other in golf. And as somebody running a golf course, it is very important that you can make those relationships and those communities happen. So speaking of that, there are some other things that you can do as well. Start a women's group, or if you have a women's group, encourage growth of that women's group. And you can do that through many different avenues. But what a woman's group does is it allows a couple things to happen. Number one, it gives them a feeling or a sense of belonging. Just being a part of a woman's group allows them the 
ability to say to anybody that comes up, oh yeah, I am a part of the women's golf group at XYZ Golf Course. And that allows them to identify with something. In addition, the people that are inside of that women's golf group, now they can make friends with those people that are in that group. And as we get older, as we all know, it's a lot more difficult to make friends because we have so many other things going on that if you're not actively in that group, you're not having any extra time to spend with those people. Also, being a part of a women's golf group adds some self-confidence because you have to go to the golf course. You have to make sure that you park the car and walk in the door and know who you're going to see and know how to get your clubs out and do all the things that build that confidence of I belong at that facility. I belong in that group. And by encouraging growth in that, by teaching a golf 101 class or a beginner's class or what to expect when you come out and play, these are all some things that you can do to help encourage growth inside of those groups. Also, you could do executive golf clinics. You can reach out to many of the different companies that are out there and encourage them to come out and do a golf clinic specifically for that corporation or for that business. It will not only allow them to identify with people networking inside of their business, but it will also give them a skill that they can talk about that is not business related. One of the top things that's listed for why women love to play golf is it gives them something other than work to talk about with their colleagues and being able to connect with your colleagues on other matters other than work. It allows you to talk to that next level up person, that CEO or or even your boss about what is going on on the golf course as opposed to having it always be work related. Those relationships and just talking about that kind of stuff gets invites to pro-ams and then you start to spend more and more time with those people, which can lead to promotions and getting to know some of the higher ups in your company. It's always good to be able to go out and spend some time with the higher ups if it only means learning about what the business is going to do or some of the great things that are happening inside the business that you might not have gotten the information for if you didn't get to spend that time with them. So it definitely gives you an outlet to really talk to those people and potentially move up at your job. You should also encourage follow-up social events with these clinics. And whether that is a nine-hole event or even a four-hole event for beginners, whatever it is, always encourage follow-up events to increase the social connection with the people that were in your clinics. It's very important to understand that the actual skill of golf is merely a part of the whole reason why people are interested in doing this. It has so much more in the networking, the exercise, just getting away from things. The actual skill itself is probably only 20% of the whole purpose around it. So if you can help them get a little bit better at their skill, but cater to the 80% of the reason why they're there, then you're really going to start to see it connect and start to make a lot more sense of why they're at the facility. And for you, it might allow you to understand their mentality when you start to market your programs. Because if all of your programs are based on, hey, we're going to make sure that your scores go down five shots, that might not be the whole reason why they're going to the clinic. However, it is important 
important that these clinics do have some skill development, but when you're marketing it, you should say, hey, we are going to get a group together that's going to have a social hour before we get started, and then we're going to go out and learn a little bit about golf. So in just changing that statement, you've now brought up the fact that there's going to be a social time, there's going to be cocktails available, and they're going to learn a little bit about golf as opposed to strictly saying this time is for golf. You've now introduced two other portions that are a big part of the reason why they came out to play. So make sure that when you start to appeal to these groups that you understand that just learning the skill set is not the full reason why they want to play golf. If you can cater to multiple portions of it, you're going to start to see a bigger transition of people coming to the golf course, learning through your clinics and actually growing your top line revenue. Also, if you have a chance to do some beginners programs, this is a great time to put together some golf beginners programs that are women focused that can really help build relationships. And one program that I have just a quick stencil is start with 10 group lessons, six out on the golf courses with the coach going around to the different groups, try to limit it to about nine players at the most so that you can have three threesomes and you can bounce back and forth between the groups, give them a range membership, have a beginner tournament, have an award ceremony afterwards. And what you can do with that is generally roll that into an advanced program or a beginner's 2.0. And that will allow them to not only have a beginning benchmark, but it allows them to start a group together, meet some people and grow in the game together. Really important to focus on the networking part, the socialization part throughout that entire program. Also, get some women's merchandise in the golf shop. And I mean more than a single golf ball that's women's golf ball or a single golf glove that's women's golf glove. Get some cool things that are in there that show that you want women to be at the golf course. I've seen so many pro shops that have all men's things, shirts and shoes and hats and everything is completely appealing to the male category, yet they wonder why women don't feel welcome walking into their pro shop. If there's nothing in that pro shop for females, they're not going to really feel welcome. So it's really important to make sure that your merchandise in the shop appeals to the clientele that you're wanting to come out to the golf course. If you want women to play at your golf course, put women's merchandise in your shop. Really important just to show that you care and I highly recommend it. You'll definitely see a bounce on the top line. Also, if you can make it happen, wine at the golf course. Enough said. All right, next one. (laughs) Set up the golf course so that women can play it the way that it's supposed to be played. And this is something that I've seen. My wife, who is a great player, we've gone out to some top 100 golf courses and from the back tees, I blast my driver out there and it runs out to the end of the landing area and then we go up and my wife tees off from the men's tees and hits four iron because if she hit driver it would go too far and outside of the landing area but what happens is now we both are hitting a 190 yard shot up the hill where I can hit an iron and she's going to be stressing on a hybrid maybe a three wood where if they actually allowed her to hit her driver out 
out there, she would be hitting one of her mid to lower irons the way that I did. So it's really important when you set up your golf course, make sure that it's female friendly because there's nothing more upsetting than hitting a layup shot and then having to hit one of the hardest shots in golf to get on the green and potentially make a par. So really make sure that when you're setting it up that every person that you want to play golf is going to be catered to. The next thing, and I kind of talked about this when we talked about female clinics on the other side of junior clinics, but what has been listed by a lot of females about one of the reasons why they want to play is they want it to be a family activity. They want to be able to go out and play with their kids and play with their husband and do that since golf is such a longevity sport to be able to do that for the rest of their lives. So by getting them out there and getting them to learn the game, it will allow them to feel a lot more confident and feel a lot more comfortable on the golf course. And then that translates into more times at the golf course with the kids, with the husband for the rest of their lives. So really focus in on growing the game as a family. And you're going to start to see a lot more repetitive business, a lot more retention. And also another thing that you can do, do some exercise based golf. And this is always fun to do potentially in the morning where you can get them out there almost kind of a CrossFit meets golf kind of situation where you go out there and you have three clubs and you do speed golf is what the term that everybody else is talking about. But it'll allow that exercise, that aerobic exercise of getting out there, running the golf course, hitting shots, getting or staying in shape and enjoying the game. So if you can figure out a way to work that into your golf course, you're going to see a lot of people starting to take that up instead of going and running on a treadmill at the gym. I think it's a a good idea. And if you can find a way to work it into your facility, it'll definitely start to grow. And lastly, this is something that I encourage everybody to go check out. It's the hashtag invite her. It's a campaign by the LPGA tour trying to get women to get out to the golf course by having current golfers invite women to come out and play. And they have an entire website, an entire campaign and community that allows women to go online and check out a few things like Golf 101, Know Before You Go, which is another clinic that I highly recommend for not only women, but beginners in general, the what you need to know before you actually go to the golf course, what you need to know about etiquette, what you need to know about clothes, what you need to know about tipping people. If you're at a club that encourages tipping of the staff, women will feel or beginners will feel very frustrated if they get there and look silly because they don't have any money to give to the staff person. So making sure that you offer a no before you go clinic will definitely help them feel more comfortable to come out to the golf course and fit right in. So if you have any questions, there's so much more I could cover on this, but I see that I'm almost into the 20 minute stage. But this is definitely a discussion that I'd like to take into multiple episodes throughout the year. And I'd love to talk to any of the females or any people that are associated with some of the women groups that are out there, like Women on Course, the LPGA. I'd love to talk with you on the podcast and find out what we can do to continue to grow women's interest in golf. So have a great week and I will talk to you next Tuesday. See ya! Thanks. 
Thanks for listening to this week's Find the Green podcast with PGA Master Professional Jason Rockhold. Hit subscribe now to get the latest Find the Green podcast with new episodes uploaded every week. Email your questions and comments to jrockhold at pga.com or reach out on your favorite social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Find the Green. 